Yay! Look at you! Oh, look at me. I'm wearing look. so much red. Oh my god, it is early Valentine's Day for you. Super, it super is. cute. Thank it you is. for bringing yourself to the party. Thank Welcome you. Welcome to my sweatpants party. <laughs> I love a sweatpants party. It's very funny. I saw one of my neighbors recently who's usually a very snappy dresser. And I'm not crapping on anybody right now. I think it's wonderful to get to see people who are usually all dressed up in sweatpants. I think it's yes, great. Yes, absolutely. But I didn't recognize him at first because he had his face mask on and he was just, you know, wearing wearing gray sweats. And I was yes. like, well, oh, hi. <laughs> Admittedly, that is something that I found hilarious about the inauguration. They kept cutting away to like prominent governors and senators and, and people in Congress, but everyone's got a mask on. And I'm like, if you don't put the super on there, I'm not going to know who the fuck that is. And, and they, they didn't, you know, uh-huh. so yep. that was fun. That that and whatever footage I was watching cut away from the woman who was doing sign language to show oh, no. more of oh, the crowd. Sh- and I was like, the whole oh. point of her doing this right now. Oh, God, whatever. And the whole and the whole point of this inauguration was to not have a crowd because guess what? Right. <laughs> like. Stop, please stop. Uh-huh. Stop it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that said, this is our first time convening since we've had a new crazy don't. That's true. I'm Lillian Bustle. I'm Jen Ponton. And we are in the presidency of Joe Biden and Kamala we Harris. We are back to uh, an existence where our souls are not... Um, I think withering isn't the right word. Meat grinder. Yeah. Really, really a Just meat grinder. Like chewing on tin foil. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. That that is a nice thing. And I realize that this is like uh, it's still a very very uh problematic place and thing. However, and we know that um and we need to work to create a much much more progressive uh, society. However, not being in the meat grinder is really it's nice. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, man. Like you yeah, can dude, function exactly. at a, in a higher plane when you are not like scrambling for your basic shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, um, Biden reversed the um, what was effectively the trans ban um, yes. in the military, and I did not realize. That I thought it had something to do with pe- people who were transitioning not getting their surgery covered or something. The original, what what Trump did was, well, no, I can't find the correct, the specific thing. It had it had something to do with transgender folks who specifically were dealing with body dysmorphia, and the implication was that they were not mentally fit to serve. Right, right. And that I don't think I had caught that. And that is horrible. I, I remember hearing something about like, oh, um, the grooming standards and that they didn't want the U.S. government to be paying for people's transition surgery and affirmation right. surgery. Um, I did not As realize. As opposed to like you're trans so you are uh, mentally ill. Yeah. Basically. I don't remember anybody talking about that, and that's so fucked, fucked up. Completely so, fucked up. Um, anyway, 
that's a tiny victory, getting that reversed. Oh, oh, looping yes. back quickly yes. to uh to to sweatpants party. I gotta <laughs> tell you, I gotta tell you, Bean, I don't know how the fuck women are supposed to rally around underwires ever again. <laughs> I have totally fucked myself over, okay? So first of all, uh, first of all, a couple years ago, I started wearing bralettes almost all the time. Yes. I remember I remember when you made that transition and I was like, I can't do it. This don't work for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was it was challenging, but it was also immensely more comfortable. Yeah. Then I folded some underwires back in when Third Love started making larger sizes because I do find their underwires to be far more comfortable yes. than literally anyone else ever. Um, and then I got into this brand. You know what? That you that I that you wouldn't like for undies because of your uh your preference yeah, <laughs> your, your distinct preferences and present pen specifications. However, what they do make, and these are the things that I've been living in, this is um <laughs> that they uh, Evelyn and Bobby Okay. Is the company, and they make these wireless bras that um, that have like technology along the sides and underneath, basically. Okay. And the technology along the sides really just like lifts. They're so comfortable. Nice. They're they're like swimsuit material, like thin thin swimsuit. And Bobby is I E if you're looking it up. Um, Evelyn and Bobby and. Uh, Sarah, curvily Sarah, tipped me off to them. Oh, nice. Oh, those look because cute. Because they are very cute. They are comfortable. And what I wear literally every day, they make something called the Defy Tank. Uh-huh. Um, in the summer, it's a little too hot because it's swimsuit material, so it's sweaty. Um, but in the fall, winter, spring, it's perfect. Nice. That sounds fun. Very, very comfortable. In this tank, like... I still get the shape that I enjoy. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> um, yes, definitely. Right. Because there are plenty of options out there that are like, would you like to look like you live in a heap of garbage and you're 900? <laughs> Sign me up. That's how all bralettes looked for me. Right. The, the bralettes that I was getting looked worse on my body than if I was just not wearing a bra. Definitely. Like they, they were like, yes. you, are we going to... <laughs> To smush and to smush and separate. Yes. Would you, for the gal who likes her tits under her armpits, tits and pits. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, is this? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that this is picking up. Um, this is. I'm wearing a squeaky bra today. It's not. It's not the squeakiest of my squeaky bras, but that's definitely gonna show up on the recording. Um, Yay! I, if you know, you know. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I um, I take Sarah's uh, shout like out creek. to Sarah. It's more like a creek. It's more like a like. Oh, a, it is. It's like a yeah, it's creaky, like a creaky door, a creaky, like a hinge. My my haunted bra. Your haunted fucking bra. Boobs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Booby Halloween. <laughs> tore through so many of them. Oh my god, I know. 
We can look at that, that land is lying fallow. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, I take Sarah's recommendations very seriously. Yeah, because Sarah great. and I are almost the exact same size. We've got gotcha. almost the same uh, uh, measurements. Okay. And uh, and so I, I DM'd her and I'm like, hey, when you hawk these, or is it the real deal? And she's like, yes, you're going to fucking love them. Nice. So Does she I've have living... discount codes and stuff? Yes. Uh, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll check in with her and see if she has something new. Because what, what the original code that she had was like, for every bra you buy, every bra thing, whether it's a tank or a bra proper, mm-hmm. you get three free pairs of undies. Oh, I remember that. Yes, I feel like we have talked about this before. Which is what stocked my underwear drawer. Yes. And now I have like 25 pairs of underwear. Nice. Which are also great. Um, and I do I do like them. They also, they make a really long line boy short that like goes down to your mid thigh. So spectacular for like under dresses and skirts sure um spectacular if you just want something like if you just want undies but more coverage yeah right on yes i um, uh i just I got that. some baby yoda panties from me undies which i'm very yes excited about. um i adore me undies i switched my i switched my uh subscription to andrew instead because i have a drawer full of MeUndie Boy shorts because oh, that's nice. my shit. Yay. And you have now given full uh, props to their bralettes, which is very exciting Yeah, as well. I like that too because it's got an adjustable hook in the back and the straps are adjustable and that has been my problem with it every other bralette. And see also most sports bras where I'm like, why do I got to pull this shit on over my head? Nobody wants oh, to do that. like that. No, because oh, then it gets I, stretched I out and then it doesn't fit like, oh, that's fair. I need it to be much bigger to get over my arm situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. And okay. then by the time it gets where it's supposed to be, it it's all the way up in the back and all the way down in the front, and it's not playing the game I need it to play. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I find it simpler to step into it because when I have to put it when I have to put it on, I never do the hooks behind me because I just have so much shit going on yeah. that I have to do the hooks here and then I have to shimmy it around my right. body, you know, so it's like a whole thing. So I'd rather step into a fucking bralette and be done. Oh, I can't. I, you're smaller on the bottom than I am, though. Right, exactly. I'm, I would <laughs> topple the fuck over. I'm fully, fully pear-shaped. <laughs> yes. Like the Libby Bell. <laughs> so much underwear talk anyway i don't know how i'm gonna ever wear my underwires again uh you won't you won't have to the world is changing the world is fucking changing i'm there for it which means i probably have to start selling my bras (laughs) because i have so many bras with so little fucking use i got so many brand new bras like from like elomi at the beginning of the year they're gorgeous they're in incredible condition i got shit from fucking gabby fresh Mm. But yep. I, I, I wore one underwire last week, and I was like, why would I do this to myself? <laughs> <laughs> I think it helps with my posture a little bit. I'm still fully, oh, sure. I'm still very much in that. I'm not ready to walk away. But, um, yeah. but I support <laughs> whatever sure, decisions yeah. you want to make. It also helps that I have a ton of dresses that just do the fucking job for me, you know? Oh, yeah. If I have dresses that are tight enough to do that, I'm uncomfortable. 
I have I have two or three. I like it. It feels like a hug. Like the space dress that you gave me, the retrolicious space dress. Yeah. I don't ever wear a bra with that because it is tight and squeezy enough on top that I don't have to. Nice. Yeah, I, and the I shape of that it. is really good too. So good. Are we playing the game today? Yeah, yeah, let's play the game. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, by the way, yeah, yeah. You're Lillian Bessel. I'm Jen Ponton. And this is All the Fucks. This is. Which is uh, typically a podcast. Well, I'd say it's less about boobs, but it's really not. <laughs> it is, like, significantly about boobs. <laughs> but also, the mortification that comes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. I have to tell you. So it's very rare. Um, it's very rare that I will see pictures of myself with enough of my body in it at, like, 1415. Okay. Because, uh, well, because, like, eating disorders and shit, but... Also, because that moment for me is very interesting because I was a teenager, but my boobs didn't come in yet. And so every time I, and they did, like, as soon as I turned 16, they were like, whoa! And I was like, oh my god! And they just kept going. Um, before that moment, Lillian, my, I, and, and so Gabby, Gabby was going through a big box of pictures from our high school years, and she was posting them to me and DMing them to me, and she sent me one of me literally like 20 years ago, almost to the day. Uh, I was 15 years old. I would be 16 in a couple of months, Uh and my breasts are like a B cup, and just seeing my body like that, I'm like, what? <laughs> what did I even do? Like, <laughs> what was it like to be in that body? I don't even remember. Right. <laughs> right. Not as a teenager. Like, you remember as a kid before bras, but like, there was a moment, there were five minutes of my life where I wore tiny bras. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I I remember um I my mom would only buy me soft cups and they weren't they were barely even a cup. Definitely not a training bra cuz that implies a lot more structure than this had. Um mm. but they were front they were front clasped so that meant that they were also not very adjustable in the back. So they rode up all the time and the yeah. straps were no good. Um yeah. and I didn't know when she was like does that com- is that comfortable like when she was fitting them with me? I didn't know. Um and it was like a bathing suit material. For the cup. So it was literally an undershirt, basically. Um, right, right, right. And. Cammies. Yeah. Um, oh, weird, I just got a text message from you. It's, it's from, yeah, 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 that's the picture. Oh, it's the, picture. the picture. Look okay. at how little. <laughs> oh. You're Look so at... cute. <laughs> that, that was our fucking forensics team. Enough kids oh. to populate a Chevy minivan. What does it say? Harvard? Harvard all the way. Oh, it does say Harvard Harvard. all the way. Okay. We were going for the Harvard National Forensics Trip. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yep. Yep. So cute. Yeah, I remember having... I remember I got... I got my first bra because we were getting another scoliosis check, and I was like, I don't want to be totally naked on top in front of this school nurse who I hated. Um, oh. So my mom got me these <laughs> things, and and she tried to make me wear that a bathing suit tube top. I told you about that, which was terrible. No. And um, uh, and I remember 
being annoyed slash upset because my boobs didn't, they were not taking the shape that I thought boobs were supposed to take. And frankly, sure. still aren't. I mean, I'm fine with them. I love them. I, people, right. seem, people seem to like them. They get great reviews. But, <laughs> but my mom had very You've different. you literally made a living out yeah. of them. <laughs> exactly. My what mo- do they call you? What's your, what's your funny boob nickname? Uh, the titties from Jersey City. Thank you, yes. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, my sister had those, what I would call 70s boobs, where it was like, there's a slope. slope. Yep. And then the, and then it's, it's a the ski cr- slope. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, my, <laughs> my mom's had all, I mean, I don't want to say pear-shaped, but definitely felt more boob-shaped to me <laughs> at the time. It felt like they were... More narrowly in that seventies way. No, they were like more narrowly attached to her chest than mine are, which doesn't make any sense when I say it like that. But like, there was less spread with the way they were joined to her top. Um, and they were, they were round in a different way than mine are round. Yeah. And so send me pictures of your mom's. <laughs> no problem. I'll send you pictures of my mom's boobs. Uh, and I ha- I had zero. I mean, my poor mother just did not know what the fuck to uh, do with me. Didn't had uh-uh. no idea. Uh, I, I I mean, the second that my breasts got as large as they well, I would say as they are, but that was not the case. It was as large as they were at that time. Mm. Uh, I mean, I was like a double D by the time I was sixteen. Yeah. It was so fast. And my poor mom was, my poor mom had no idea what to do. I had no role models at all. I didn't know what normal boobs looked like. I just knew my, I was pretty sure mine were big. Right. (laughs) Right. It's fine. Should we just talk about boobs today? I mean, we're 20 minutes into it. Maybe we should just talk about boobs. My God. Sure. I remember, I don't remember, um, for me personally, liking the way my boobs looked until I had underwires. So that might be part of my thing with that too. Oh, um, sure. And that was my friend Lish where I was literally like, we're, we're so close to the same shape. How come your boobs look so much better? And she was like, yes, look at these bras, which then started me on, I will fully admit a uh, shoplifting, uh, a life of crime. Yes, um, wherein, I forgot about that. Yeah, I would wear bras <laughs> in to Lane Bryant and hang them up and wear the new one out. And yes, I wouldn't have done that if I had had the thirty to forty dollars. I mean, even back then they were probably twenty five. Whereas bras that you could get uh, that were had less engineering were like seven, seven yeah, or eight dollars. Exactly. So I that would was say my go to shit bra from J C Penney was like a twelve dollar bra. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Right. Right. It was awful. And uh, and now they're like, you know, 45 to 50, which uh-huh. is insane. But Is insane. Um, especially when those price points are on the ones that are not even particularly good. Right. They're, they're, they don't have longevity. Like, if, if you want a bra that will take you a couple years in, you're looking at almost $100. Mm-hmm. Yep. What? Yeah. Um. And, and growing up, I remember, so I didn't feel like my boobs were really a, an asset, um, until I got 
bras that were nicer and then I felt less weird about wearing lower cut things. Oh, um, I remember yeah. I used to wear stuff buttoned all the way up. Um, oh. and, and to the point where my, <laughs> my mom unhelpfully would be like, why are you ashamed of your body? And I would be like, this is not, <laughs> did someone touch you? And I'm like, this is, oh, Marcia. if that is oh, what no. happened, this is really not how we're going to work it out. Is it? Oh. No. No, it is not. No. Although I do kind of love how, in a shitty circuitous way, like she, <laughs> like she could not have done it more poorly. But look at her being your ally. <laughs> look at her trying to connect with you. Like I just, I will keep you safe. How dare you hate your body? How dare you? It is, that is exactly how it felt. That's how it felt. And then I have my mom where we didn't have conversations like this, like physically touching me and unbutton my shirt and she'd be like, you should be proud of your being. You could be a little sexy. And I'm like, stop. Oh, no, no, mom. Mm-mm. This is the Absolutely bad touch. Absolutely the fuck not. No. I'm kidding. My mom you didn't You are the me. person you warned me about. Yeah. You exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she was staunchly in like this, the cross your heart style of bra and, um, she could wrangle Uh, some uh, cleavage. Latex. Yeah. yeah, The ones, the soft cup ones that look like bullet bras a little bit. Right. Oh, but she, those were a moment, but her boobs were so big, um, that she was able to like, there was cleavage when she wore them. Mm -hmm. However, the way mine were just weren't. I didn't ever have cleavage in that style of bra. Right. And right, and, right. and I look back, I'll send you I'll send you a picture. I know exactly which picture I'm going to send you. They did they were it was so much lift and separate that they just looked pointy. Like they looked I looked, yes. I had pointy right. boobies which And they were like a full foot apart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it made no sense to me, but um Anyway, uh, one of my close friends when I was in middle school, I was so oblivious about all of this stuff that I remember someone else telling me that this girl's boobs had gotten big. And I had been hanging out with her all summer. So it was like that one thing where you're with somebody all the time. You're not like, oh, your hair's longer. Oh, your right, boobs right. are bigger. You're like, oh, you're the, I've seen you every day. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, no, sure enough, though, she had she had very, very big boobs, which... Um, it, to her, I think her mom actually dealt with that rather well. Um, and I, my friend had always floated the idea of getting a breast reduction because she was like, no, it, it hurts. It's annoying. And she was on flag core and things like that. So she was relatively active. Um, and that was the first time I had heard of anybody wearing two bras for like gym class. Oh or my God, that poor kid. Oh, well, yeah. A... Oh God. Yeah. Jim, Jim, mm-hmm. Forget it. Forget it. A bra on a bra, which I probably could have used except for I, that took away any shape that I was hoping for. So then I just had pancake tits and I wasn't excited yeah, about yeah. that. Right, right. <laughs> which actually, um, strangely, I almost wonder why binding is not used in that case more regularly because um, I'm remembering out of nowhere 
uh, sophomore year, we did a production of Peter Pan. Okay. And, like, half of my friends were the Indians, were Tiger Lily's tribe. And the other mm-hmm. half were Lost Boys. And in invariably, every, like, uh, I think... I think I was like the bustiest Indian and my friend Ashley was the bustiest lost boy. Mm-hmm. And because I was an Indian, I could get away with it. But she had to bind every single night and it Ugh. fucking killed her Ugh. because we're teenagers and still growing and everything hurts. <laughs> um, and I think about that and I just, I'm like, to what end? You know what I mean? Like, did she have to? Whose decision was that exactly? Um, with little things like, um, I don't know, why did any of us wear makeup that was so much darker? I'm not I'm not talking about, like, inappropriately No, 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 dark, you're, you're talking like, about, like, you don't know what color to get. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And as, as an adult, I never wear darker shaded makeup on, on stage. Like, maybe my summer, maybe I use my summer makeup. Oh. Right? I don't, I don't, like, I don't do a darker tone on stage. Do you get tan enough to have different makeup for winter, summer? I do. I am always this pale. Oh, I, well, I don't tan. I'm not laying out, Jen. <laughs> it's those moments where I'm out from underneath my old lady umbrella that the sun, it's not even that. It's like the sun splashing off the pavement yeah, and yeah, hitting yeah, my yeah, yeah. face. I get, like, four freckles <laughs> and then lobster red, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I get you. Um, but uh, yeah, when I think about things like that, who, who, did anyone feel like Peter Pan was more realistic because they were like, oh, that's that's definitely a boy now. Right, 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 right. Boys, lost boys don't have boobs. Not like, to what? mention, if you're going to feel that impulse. Why on earth would you cast her in the Lost Boys? Like, so there's that there's too. That. <laughs> if that's what you really want, I'm sure that you had enough little gammon life boy girls at your school that that would have taken care of itself. Yes, and that was definitely a significant number of the Lost Boys. Like Gabby was hmm. a Lost Boy. Sure, but also I don't think she could preclude. Anyway, I could talk about this forever. <laughs> it depends on it depends on what you're going for, but at no point also. I'm sure that there was no adult around helping her bind, right? Oh, there was no, probably no. nobody there who we was like, here's how you do it without hurting and yourself. Was, and she was just ace bandaging herself like, son of a bitch, son of a bitch. Like, it was right. awful. Well, and that's what I did when I did um, uh, the finest piece of theater I have ever been oh, in yes, my please. entire life. Iolanthe, the gender-swapped Gilbert and Sullivan show, which is what brought my husband and I together, so. Yes. Uh, where I was a member of parliament, and, um, and I have to say, for as queer as that group was. Oh, right, that You think somebody would have mentioned actual binders or something. I know that they're not cheap, but maybe I could have, like, rented one from a costume house or. Yeah. Some literally anything better because because the ace bandit doesn't look good. No, like you're not like oh I bet that's a man now. He's <laughs> <laughs> like oh her boobs are lumpy yes! now. That's she looks uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, that probably played rather well. That's sure to like... keep me in the moment. 
<laughs> That's sure to not break the fourth motherfucking wall. Ugh, such nonsense. I think about all that. I think about the boys with the terrible eyeliner because they didn't know what they were doing oh, and they were left to... God. They were either trying to do it themselves or some helpful bitch would roll up and do all the boys' eyeliner. Mm-hmm. I have this one picture. It's aces. I have to find it. It is... It's beyond beautiful. It is the very beginning of um, Guys and Dolls, uh, the Fugue for Ten Horns. So it's um, uh, Benny South Street uh, and two of the other gambler guys. Mm-hmm. Um and they're all like in their like they're wearing their fedoras like people they had nice costumes and they all have on like red lipstick and black eyeliner like all the way around their eye oh, like no. like a, a moody emo yes. 90s like, eye like they're trying out for the cure <laughs> yeah for sure. Yes. Absolutely. It's like super pale. Right. They're all like really pale. And I can't say that they have red lips on, right. but whatever's happening in that picture is very not probably what those boys thought they were going for. Oh, no. <laughs> Did they look beautiful? Did I like looking at that picture? Yes, yes of course. Much. However, is this what you wanted your production to be? Doubtful. Possibly not the artist's vision, the director's vision. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> And of course, I would never say anything. I'm not, I'm never. Are you going to hear me to tell a boy to put on less eyeliner? Nope. <laughs> Please. I'd be, be like, our hmm, guest. let's see how this turns out. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Do you remember the first time that you had to like change somewhere? Were you, were you a person who was worried about changing in front of other people? Okay, or no? I'm going to tell you. The most clothes change clothes. Yes, not... no, no. I know exactly what you mean, <laughs> and that's exactly where I am. Okay, uh-huh. let me tell you. Growing up an only child makes you so weird. <laughs> I... <laughs> I bet. I bet it does. Growing up an only child with hippie parents makes mm. you so weird. <laughs> All right, so I went to. A private private kindergarten preschool, not because I'm an asshole, but because both of my parents worked full time, and they didn't at the time they were still doing AMPM kindergartens. So mm-hmm. so mother had to be home to to pick you the fuck up unless mother had a goddamn job, in which case like go home at five years old, I guess. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so. My parents would have to. Good luck. Yeah. Yep. So I did not go to kindergarten and preschool in town. I went to kindergarten and preschool closer to where my mom worked, and it was all day long, and I could be dropped off early, early in the morning and picked up in the evening. And uh, that was definitely like a a hippie compound. It was some mm-hmm. lady's house who somehow was like licensed to run a kindergarten. Right. Yes, we had plenty of those. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. All right. Oh, yeah. Whew. Absolutely. We had tons of those. <laughs> okay, because I feel like anyone No, no, that's a real thing. Like, that's not... Um, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, uh, I went to this kindergarten, and because it was a house, like, basically the school, this, the classroom that we used was at the very top of this house. It was like a giant attic, but I'm pretty sure, like, we were at the top, and the ceiling came together at a point like a roof does. Oh. Um, <laughs> like a roof you know, does. Like a roof. <laughs> I love how 
Dear listeners, through this whole thing, Jen is making a, like, here's the church, here's the steeple over her head so that I can tell, so that I know for sure that it was an A-frame house. It was. And then it, and then it, and then it came together at the top. Like, like a roof. roof does. Yeah. You know. That so thing. it was in a house and it had a roof? Tell me more. Shocking, truly. So we would have, we would, this, this classroom was in the large attic, I think. And we would, we had like little round desk tables, you know, where the, you'd put like two or three kids at a time. And there mm-hmm. was a bathroom and it was like a normal house bathroom. One stall, one door, one toilet, one sink, one probably sure. shower. And, uh, and there was also a pool on the premises. So fun. We would get swimming lessons in the summertime because it also turned That's into amazing. a summer camp because giant hippie fucking compound, I guess. Or it was sure. a cult. I, 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 I mm-hmm. can revisit that thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, because there was a pool attached, what we had to do when it was time to go to the pool was every child would have to go into the bathroom privately with their swimsuit, change and put it on, and come out, and so on and so forth until all, I don't know, 15 kids. Were God, that is hard to do when you're five. That's real hard. One of the- five? It's like you turn five and people are like magically, <laughs> surely you know how to wipe your butt correctly. Surely you know how to put on your bathing suit and not put it on over your underwear. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead. But with no no guidance, it's just like this is the year. This is the year that you figured it out. You can make yourself a snack. You can make yourself cereal in the morning. You're five. You're five. Mm-hmm. You want, why don't you ask me what happened in the summer of 1988? Uh, dear Jen, <clears throat> summer of 1988. What happened? Ah, so glad you asked. I go into the bathroom certain that I have my bathing suit and I undress and realize I do not have my bathing suit and I panic and I open the door and I run out into the classroom (laughs) completely nude. Yay! Shrieking. At the top of my lungs. Because I'm an only child. I don't think that's a weird thing. I'm in a house. Like. (laughs) And all of a sudden, everyone's like, Jennifer, where are your clothes? And I realize that it's a problem. And I shriek, go to my cubby, get my swimsuit, and run all the way back into the bathroom. (laughs) So, (laughs) So there's that. You're streaking at five. I love it. That's um. Qu- quick question: Why were you shrieking when you were coming out naked? Uh, because there was uh there was, I was getting the first feedback that what I was doing was like inappropriate. Oh, okay, okay. So you were on your you were like I'm just gonna run go get this, and then people were like, holy naked, and then you were like ah. Okay. Yeah, because I, get it. I mean that has to have been it, right? Because what else would I have put together in my head that made it okay before, right? right. So it had to be, <laughs> and it had to be based on their response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in my head, you came out screaming. <laughs> I mean that you were just like, "Mother, so!" Well, I think I think maybe a teacher was like guarding a, the door, maybe. Or, like, someone was close enough that I, like, opened the door and took a step out and immediately the shrieking began. 
Oh, okay. All right. Okay. That makes sense. But I like that you committed. You were like, we're already in this. I did. I I got my shit. I went into the pool. (laughs) And I, it's too long ago for me to remember what bullying may have resulted from it. But with kids that little, it's not really bullying. It's just discomfort. But uh, (laughs) my my best friend from childhood, Brittany, remembers it. Oh, nice. (laughs) And would quote that moment for the rest of our lives. (laughs) Still reminds me of it to this day. <laughs> you know, weirdly, um, people were definitely generally naked around the house when I was growing up. Okay, thank um, you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, my mom was at least topless a lot. Um, and my my sister was probably in various states of undress. My dad had not been in the house enough to really earn the right to walk around as naked as he did. Um, again, it was not like nothing... There was, it wasn't gross or weird. It was just weird because he was a person who was my father, but I was not used to being around him. Yes, enough. yes, yes, yes. Um, I do distinctly remember one time where he was wearing old stretched out underwear. And of course, you know, when you're a kid, you're much closer to the ground. And I remember him walking towards the bathroom in just a pair of like tidy whities that were Lucy Goosey Grays. Um mm-hmm. And I could see his balls through the side of his... And I didn't have a good working knowledge of what men's bodies no, were sure. at all. And I was just yes. like, oh, oh, no. Like, I remember my first oh, thought no. upon seeing balls for the first time were like, no. No. <laughs> I'll be honest. That's sort of still my my point of view on those. <laughs> for sure. I don't think balls get enough credit. <laughs> but um, Have at it, girl. <laughs> But like this I'm sure that's what sailing. everyone's waiting for is for me to have at their balls. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I'm gonna oh like God. I'm gonna play tether ball with them or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a punching bag. Oh, have at it. I don't know, I feel tenderly about them. I feel like they're the dark horse of the of they the male body. Are. They are, and they are treated as such. You gotta lift that shit up if you want some respect. <laughs> Why don't we have? We do not have men's underwire underwear. Exactly. That is very interesting. Exactly. They need to be buying fifty dollar garments for their testicles. Tiny little, tiny little bras. Tiny little bras. Just like. Lift. <laughs> Sometimes with a charm or like a sweet little bow. Oh, of course. Yes. With a little peekaboo. A little... <laughs> and you can choose the lift and separate or that nice ball cleavage That's that you're right. going for. You could do a racer back if you feel so. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like what most of them would be, right? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> if your balls are feeling sporty. <laughs> Here we have this breathable diamond mesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's tactical. It all have to. It all has to be like fake military. Of course, stuff. of course. Um, fake camo. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, extreme ball liftage. <laughs> oh, this is something that I saw on Twitter that is uh, exceedingly relevant. It's from a Tumblr called Never Too Late to Smile. And it says, feminine hygiene commercials. 
Do you feel dirty down there? Is your down there feeling dirty? Are you itchy? Are you itchy down there? I'm holding a cactus. Is that what you feel like down there? The woman next to me is holding a bouquet of flowers. Is that not what you feel like down there? Does your down there not smell like literal flowers? Is your vagina filthy? Are you a fucking slob who can't even have a flowery vagina? Are you not cultivating a rose garden in your genitals? Fuck you. Slather this cream in there, you disgusting vermin. Ah. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction commercials. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Okay. Does your dick not work? Yeah, that's all right. You're all man. Your dick don't work. That's okay. Take these pills and go do some manly shit. Deep sea fishing. Off-roading. All with a raging erection. Don't worry about you. Don't worry about your dick, man. We got your dick. No homo, though. Your wife loves you. Flats of dick and all, man. Now back to ice road truckers. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yes. So in that vein, <laughs> testicle bras. <laughs> Have at the extreme extreme <laughs> testicle bras. <laughs> <laughs> With night vision. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it would be called like a like a nut sling or something. <laughs> the sniper you know truck nuts. <laughs> the, did you say the, sorry, did you just say the snipers? Did nest? I? I sure did. <laughs> that was great. That was so good. <laughs> the sniper's nest. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh god, that's so good. <laughs> I mean, it would it would be even funnier if it weren't fucking real. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Googling that. No, no, I'm I'm writing it down for later cuz yeah. I just think it's so funny. I will say though that I put I I am typing it into my Google search bar and what came up was sniper sniper's nest smoke mirage. <laughs> And so clearly, I mean, if you get three of them, they obviously come with smoke bombs, right? Oh, my God. Smoke Mirage is their primary color. Oh, oh, you're so good. I'm on a fucking roll. Like, or like, like muted grenade. That's right. Fresh grenade. Did you say fresh grenade? Smell like you kick ass. It's <laughs> 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 exhausting. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> grenades. Someone out there right now is referring to their own testicles as grenades, aren't they? Uh, you know, they certainly are. They certainly are. <laughs> Oh, yes. man. Oh, God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, lots of nudity around my house, but it was not something that I witnessed and then was like, oh, this seems like a great idea and definitely for all of us to participate in. No. That was not... I was like, have some goddamn decency. (laughs) I was very prude. I was very prude as a child, and I really can't tell you, like, what combination of things made that happen. Um... I remember doing a lot of changing in front of other girls and ballet as a kid. Yep. Like, Whoa. there was a lot of, like, struggling into tights while trying desperately not to get my bare ass on the dirty floor of some <laughs> band room somewhere <laughs> before a recital. Oh, yep. Or, like, some church multi-purpose room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I remember, of course, we've talked about the indignity of using a two-holer um uh uh uh, outhouse yes hey which i will never get past by the way sidebar how is multi-purpose room not been replaced with a better word how is it that widespread right i mean why don't we call it the motherfucking everything room right or the anything room room. the magic room room. literally anything other than the multi-purpose room i digress latrines uh (laughs) <laughs> when I was in um, that gifted and talented program, we called the multi-purpose room the Kiva, which I think has some sort of Native American connotation, but no oh, one ever explained it. But it was the room with um, it, the whole area used to be an auditorium. So they cut the auditorium seats so that there were only like four rows of seats, but there was still a whole stage and then the rest of the auditorium back to the front where you would enter from outside to come in. Mm-hmm. That was all the classrooms. So that was the, the like high school's old auditorium they turned into the gifted and talented center for the, the youth in the area. Oh, and sure. <laughs> yeah, it was sure. weird. But they called it the Kiva. I don't know why. Um, good story, Lillian. <laughs> um, back to balls. To extreme balls. um i mean i think i don't i know every so often i remind myself that my mother-in-law is listening but i it's fine um hi grace Mm -hmm. um i uh there was was there a lot of bra straps snapping in your school oh yes definitely i i will say i will say quickly in the in the vein of like what was changing like and wait did you ever tell me what changing was like for you Oh, we didn't go through that. We didn't. No, it was it was not great. I didn't like it at all. Um, I remember there was one time. No, it wasn't fun. I don't remember the. <laughs> was huh. it a fun? No, it wasn't fun experience. No, no, it wasn't great. Um, it was so not great that I remember looking around and being like, "What the fuck is wrong with you guys?" Like, <laughs> um, there was some situation. First of all, I didn't like changing rooms in stores anyway because I was growing so fast, both up and out Mm. that um it was hard to find clothes and like mom was not shy about talking about how annoying it was to fucking find clothes for me and i remember why do you hate your body (laughs) right 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 exactly if only yes (laughs) (laughs) oh and the term husky thrown around a bunch and i remember for some reason 6x as a size that was upsetting to to someone at some point even though i don't know what that means um 
But it was like basic. And it wasn't like the world was running out of clothes. At that point, if I was in elementary school, like there were still always clothes that were big enough to fit me until I hit sixth grade. And I was like 180 pounds. And then it was really like I was in a women's size 18. Um, And that was definitely the cusp of clothing that you could easily get. Right. But earlier, uh, I remember being in some store somewhere where they didn't have curtains in the changing room for some reason, and yet mom was determined that I was going to change clothes. And and then there, this is my memory, and I can't tell you that this happened, but this is what I remember. I remember being upset about this, and suddenly strangers gathered around telling me how okay it was. Oh, no. Doesn't that sound fun? That like I remember like why we made this podcast. Yeah. Oh, the kind the kind of changing room where like at the very, very end there's a three way mirror, yeah. right? So there's like should be curtains, should be curtains. Um and then I was changing in one without curtains and I think my mom was like at first trying kinda of trying to block me, but then was fucking around with shit in her purse, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and then I was like, no, I don't want to. And then, and then strangers being like, it's fine, honey. Women are great and we're all friends and no one cares. Oh. And just being like, could I turn myself inside? I wanted to eviscerate like a sea cucumber. <laughs> and, um, from then on, I was just like horrified about it at camp. At camp, it was a little bit different because everybody was kind of horrified in their own way. So... <laughs> Everyone would just, like, turn around and face their cot and get dressed. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't remember having any problems changing at camp, but I definitely, there were definitely times where I had figured out how to change almost fully in public without exposing any of my body. Yes! (laughs) I was really good at that. It's really interesting that you bring that up because I think because of what happened to me at my kindergarten and while I was still in kindergarten... Uh, I was so fixed on not having to go into the bathroom to change that I fully either put on or took off a swimsuit underneath my clothes <gasps> while Ooh. in the classroom. That is tricky. Yeah. I was really nice good. Job. Yes. And of course it was a one piece because I was five years old. Sure. In 1988, 89. Um, uh, yeah, yes, that. Um, That's amazing. And I remember, like, because it was a hippie house, like, we had the classroom, you know, in the attic, where you have an attic, and then you went down, you went down, like, one t- one or two flights of stairs, and in the house's, like, living room was what they had set up as a TV room. So they had a whole giant, you know, bookcase full of, like, VHS movies, and so we watched, like, The Chipmunks' Great Adventure a lot. Uh. Fun. Or like the Care Bears movie or the My Little Ponies movie, etc. And we were watching something and I knew it was either time, it was probably going to be time to go swimming. And so I was trying to put on my swimming suit because I think the expectation was like you arrive to camp and your swimsuit's under your... Oh, that's not good for you. No, it's not. But that was absolutely the way that we operated. Like, I spent most summers in a swimsuit, underneath clothes, in various states of of 
drying <laughs> off. Of dampness, or, yeah. Or exactly. being damp, yes. Exactly. Uh, and so I think that I fully put it on underneath my fucking, like, culottes. That's amazing. Success. And I can still do that shit now. I can still do that shit now. Uh, yes. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> It might be a little harder in a, under a jumpsuit, but I would absolutely be down for that challenge. <laughs> yes. Uh, by the time I got to, uh, I remember middle school gym class being kind of terrible with things like that. Um, and again, not that anybody was really looking, but there was always, there were like a couple of girls who I guess changed into sports bras. I just remember like a handful of girls being fully topless and and sort of like just putting on lotion on their legs and talking to each other with their boobs out. That was also very 70s. Very yeah, that's exactly, 70s. Yes, yeah, for sure. Well, and every movie. Yeah, so maybe yeah. maybe that's something that girls just <laughs> that picked up cuz we were wishful thinking from all these male writers like ex- is this exactly. what they do? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Dude, what about a pillow fight? There's no pillow fights in the gym class. Oh, okay. No but what if there's room. a lock-in? What if there's a lock-in and they're all spending the night in the gym? Yes. And then they can have a pillow fight yes. in the locker room. Yes. Has to be the um, same purpose for those showers because I swear to God, nobody ever used the showers after gym oh. class. Because you had like seven minutes. And yeah, then you that's got the punished thing. if you were late for the next class. So like... They didn't build in time. No. No. Uh-uh. No. Um, no. That was never an issue. Although, um, like, what the main issue for me was that my sweaty clothes had to go back in a very tiny locker. Yes. And then you would have to wear them again. And this yes. was definitely... And in high school, that was when our washing machine started breaking down and stuff like that. Yes. And And in the meantime... When we were still doing the laundry in the washing machine and hanging it up because the dryer broke, I broke the dryer with my hypercolor shirt. Have I ever told you the story? No. Um, our home dryer had a hypercolor shirt. You're not supposed to put it in the dryer, and it did Sorry, absolutely... what's a hypercolor shirt? <gasps> Ooh, it's a color changing fabric. So. Like, it would be, like, a magenta, and then you, or, like, a dark purple, and then you would put your hand on it somewhere, and it would turn hot pink. Oh, my And, God. or, it would just get hot under your armpits, or under your boobs, or whatever. Is this middle but, school or high school? Like, what year did I miss out on this? Oh, I think this might have been middle school into freshman year for me. Amazing. So definitely early 90s. Early 90s. But let's oh. see. Um, and you weren't supposed to hypercolor shirt. Oh, God. I wonder if you can still get them. Oh, yep. They still. I wonder how many still make chemicals them. leach off onto your skin from that. Well, that's of- the thing. Yeah. You're not supposed to dry them. Uh-huh. They weren't interesting in any other way. Like, um, they just literally, mine just said hypercolor across the. <laughs> front in like very small print um yeah this is exactly the kind i had you weren't supposed to put them in the dryer because it would break the shirt and i think i was it would just yeah it would fuck up the chemicals and it would stop working um but on this particular moment i wanted to wear my hypercolor shirt to school so i tossed it in the dryer on low for just a couple minutes and then i looked in the dryer 
I think I put it, I think I put it, it wasn't even wet. I think I put it in there with a dryer sheet just so it wouldn't smell so bad. Honey. <laughs> Life hacks. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when I opened the dryer door, there was a flame. You know oh, how you can no. see the coil? You can see the coil in the back, right? Uh, I saw yes. a spark and a flame. And it went down. Like, I I stood stock still, and I was like, am I about to burn the house down? Am I about to burn the house down? Because there was so much shit piled around it. It's not like I could have even figured out where it was plugged in to unplug it. So I went and I got... It must have been middle school, because I think I got my sister. Regardless... Oh, my God. uh, I I was always blamed for breaking the dryer. Cool. So... So then we were hanging things up to dry, which I don't know if you know, but it makes everything crispy. Very crispy. They're never soft. And mm-hmm. they and they smell like ozone. It's fine. That I wasn't worried about that. I mean, I was, as I said later on, obsessed with fucking downy fabric softener. Yes. But um I was already had my pointy boobs in my shit bra and now they were underneath crispy t shirts. <laughs> Which, which very often had little doodahs yep, in the yep, little sure, the little nipples the, in the shoulders from the uh, clothespins before yes. before I figured out that you can actually use the clothespins and hang the t shirt upside down, Fuck. so <laughs> then it never gets those stupid little things in the of shoulders. Course. Of course. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, hypercolor shirts were a really big thing, wow. and it was it was it was basically. An invitation for people to touch you, and oh, that no. is what that is what happened. Ah, was a lot of, of people you may or may not want touching you, touching you. It's a gamble. <laughs> it was a gamble. It definitely was. Um. Uh, uh changing in front of people and uh, uh locker rooms. Right. Oh my god! But but yes, cramming your old. Okay, now first of all, I will say. As someone who had a working washer and dryer, my clothes still did not go home for six months at a time. Ew! I look. Well, to to be fair, to be fair, hold hold on now. So okay. you kept. I'm the, not judging. I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fair reaction. So you have like, so you have like. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wait, 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 wait. Well, okay. Hang on, I'm gonna tell you two things. I'm gonna tell you several things, but now I figured out another okay. one. All right, so you're you're, you're forced uh, to buy gym clothes from the school store at my at my school. I think it's that's like standard. You have to buy the uh, gym issue. We had we had a couple of options, but oh, okay. tell me yours. Uh, we had to wear school issued garnet and gray and so you bought like a couple t-shirts and a couple pairs of like basketball shorts and you just kept them sure. in your in that locker that you could only right. go to for you know four to seven minutes before the bell rang and you had to be right the school but um also i will say that i didn't do jack in gym class i did absolutely nothing and there were times that i could get away with that and times that i couldn't and i would say freshman mm-hmm. year was probably the most brutal because they like make you do everything so they're really on your ass about like running the track they're on your ass about using the weight room they're on your ass about oh jesus about the 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 like oh, the the uh mm, what are those things that live in michigan they're not wolves 
They're something. Wolverines? Wolverines. Uh, oh, yes. okay. Yes. I was like, ah, <laughs> what sort of cryptid are we referring to here? A Gaius Cutis? <laughs> That's um, my favorite. It was, uh, uh, it was as though, uh, we, it was like a, like a, like a, it was like a rabid pack of wolverines, these kids about volleyball. <laughs> and that was oh, all. I, I actually enjoyed playing volleyball. I was not great at it, but it was fun enough for me that I was like, okay, I was good at serving. That was the only thing I ever got picked for. I was terrible at everything. And volleyball <laughs> would not have been so bad. It still would have been far and away so much better than... Uh, than the kids that I grew up with for eight years because I was one of like 30 kids who stood out as the biggest loser. And now I was in a class mm. of 300 and there were way, way, way more losers who were not as cool as me. So I was fine in high school, but uh, people got so competitive with the volleyball. Like it became this in gym? big thing. Yes. Huh, yeah, I yeah, don't remember that. did like a big, it was like a big, uh, what do they do for basketball magic? Yeah. Yeah. That thing. The brackets. The brackets. brackets. It was like that. They did that for volleyball every winter. Okay. Kind of thing. And uh, so freshman year, you really had to try a lot, and you probably were sweating. But But as you got older, you got more gym electives that you could choose from. And so my gym electives later on included golf. What? Bowling. Oh, man. And line dancing. No. Say what? Speaking oh. of boobs. Okay, you want? Okay, do you want to know who my role model was as my body was changing? And I was like, "What oh, is happening?" Please. Absolutely. Dancing Barb. <gasps> Tell me about Dancing Dance Barb. Dancing Barb is like discount clearance rack Dolly Parton. She was lovely, and she was like, uh, she was like a fucking uh, um, freelancer that the school hired to do gym classes and to teach this line dancing elective, which is what all of the kids, all of the you know the kids who just didn't want to be in like big scary competitive shit yeah. were doing. That's amazing. And um, dance and Barb would show up in. Dancing Dance Barb. Barb. I love her. Oh, I fucking love her. Dancing Barb had frosted, permed blonde hair. She wore those 80s glasses that were like uh, translucent pink lenses, but a little shaded. And then yes. Had, and then had it did that thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. She, the little scrolly swirl thing. Yep. She wore yes, Barbie ma'am. pink lipstick. Mm. always had on like a cute little country western shirt buttoned all the way up which was the funniest shit because because she (laughs) had my body like that was it and so it was all the way up and i'm like how the hell do those buttons close (laughs) like right and um and she went right from boobs to the top of her acid washed High-waisted jeans. Yes. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Which were super tight and uh, and uh, had gigantic pockets. And then her acid-washed jeans were tucked into her little cowgirl boots. 
Oh my god, I love her. And that was Dance and Barb. And Dance and Barb was the shit. And what she would what she did, I mean, like a jazzercise instructor, she had a headset. Oh, and she of course always had like a fucking cowboy hat. A cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. She she taught in a cowboy hat. On top yeah. of her frosted blonde perm. <laughs> I love her. She was majestic. She is the reason that I still remember. I don't cop to it often. I still remember a good portion of like the standard line dances that show up in country ah, western music. Amazing. I do not talk about it often, but if, <laughs> if I am pressured to be in an environment where the Chattahoochee is happening, oh my god, I can... don't hide that under a bushel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, or the watermelon crawl. I remember all of those things because she was the oh shit and she would show up and she'd put on her headset and she like, we chose Dance and Barb as often as we fucking could until bowling was an option. And then we just got to leave fucking campus, That's which amazing. was amazing. And we got to go to the bowling alley, which was like, not even a mile away. It was, we had to get on a bus to do it. They would... We'd go from gym class to a bus, not have to wear gym clothes. You could leave your street clothes on, and you'd go bowling and be an idiot with your friends. Like That sounds so fun. Majestic. Majestic. Oh, my God. I, I think that we only had to do two years of gym class in high school. Oh. And I do remember... I do... Wow. No, we definitely didn't have to... We might have, It might have been three, but it was definitely not all four. Um... And through all of them, there was, like, one semester of health, so you didn't have to dress out. That was what they called changing, was dressing out. Um, and at a certain point, half the year was driver's ed. Oh, yes. Which yes. That was I, Which things got all fucked up, and if I had taken gym like a normal person my sophomore year. Oh, I wasn't old enough to take driver's ed. That's what it was. Oh, sure. I had to wait. God. Because I was behind everybody. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so the year that I actually turned 16 and could take driver's ed, uh, they weren't doing the driving part. They were only doing the book stuff, and you had to take the driving part separately. Yep. And that is the story of how I never learned to drive a car. So um, that's <laughs> oh, why. That's yeah. why. And then oh my, God, my mom was like, well, I'm not paying for that. never should have been in. So I... I and then at some point, I was taking that seventh period gym class, which was ass crack of dawn. That was preschool. Pre, that was before school. <laughs> there has to be a better word for that. That's um, accurate. <laughs> uh, it was um, like, so, so I would be like there and doing gym class things at seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I think because of that, the teacher, the coach who was doing it, there were so few of us. There were like 16 of us in the class. And she was, she didn't care. She didn't care what we did. Mm -hmm. She was, she wanted everybody to dress out. And every so often we had to do the president's physical fitness thing. And sometimes she would be like, run some laps. And I'd be like, I'm going to walk one. I'm going to walk one lap. Yeah. So like, however, ever, everybody else, she would be like, let's run five laps. And I was like, you know what we're going to do? And she was like, I wish you would try. And I was like, I'm not gonna. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so thankful that in all of my in every single gym class I ever had to take, I had at least one good friend. Mm. And, oh, I think I did, too. Oh, I think I did, God. too. But through all of them, whether it was middle school or high school, we were required to have 
white shirts, which I will tell you right now is some bullshit. I don't think that you should ever make teenage girls have to wear white shirts. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Fuck you. Die. Yep. Um, and that made me feel weird about wearing colored bras. Oh. Yeah. Not like, and, and the worst part is you can still see a white bra under a white shirt. Of course Right? So it's not going to force you into some shitty idea of purity because that, the only thing that you can, the only way to, to, uh, to jack that is to wear a nude colored bra. And that's not that what they want you to do. (laughs) Like, you don't even learn that's a hack until you're a grown-ass woman. <laughs> oh, right, exactly. And, you know, for a while, nude only came in three shades. Exactly, so. exactly. Right. <sighs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I remember hating gym, but I don't think generally I tried to get out of it. Like, it was fine. The thing that I hated the most was, like, putting away my sweaty clothes and having them still not be dry the next day. And uh, and then by the end of the week, they were practically moldy. And, and oh everybody God. was like that. Yeah. Any, except for people who would whose parents would do their laundry and they would take them home all the time. Yeah. Um, oh, and we had separate gym sneakers, too. Yeah, I had sneakers right, there, right. too. So the sneakers had to stay in the locker, which also definitely and they had to help they... with... No. Yep. <laughs> Why, sure, it didn't. Oh. Uh, and and I think I did this. I think my mom was like, I think you had to have your name visible on your shirt and shorts somewhere. Oh, yes. And it was um, it was navy shorts, navy or black, but I feel like navy. And by the time we got the information the first time that I had to buy these, um, it was at the end of summer, and it's impossible to find shorts. It, in, yeah. yeah. At the time. They're all, right, they were all, yes, yeah. It's weird, my brain didn't even go to like, oh, it's different now. No, at the time, right, by August, they would be clearing out and making room for fall. You couldn't, whatever was on clearance, and that was It was, yeah, it it was whatever you could find. So I wound up with these probably men's shorts that were so short. Oh, no. That, like, I remember, I remember being like, I hope my tampon string isn't hanging out. Oh, no. Meanwhile, you weren't allowed to wear shorts, like, in normal school that were that short. Mm. Um, And I was dying. I was hoping that that I would get sent home or not have to wear those shorts. I was so hoping that they would be like, that's completely, we can see your labia. Yep. Um, Yep. And that never happened. And what I did, because you had to have your name visible, I had a, I decided that I was going to write my name in in, um, puffy paint. Oh, God. On the sleeve of my uh, gym shirt and on the leg of my gym shorts. And after that goes through the dryer once, um, all that paint sticks to itself. Uh-huh. So then I just had, like, shirts with, like, a clump on the sleeve. And one leg that was now shorter than the other on the shorts because it was, <laughs> it was rolling up. stuck to oh, itself. Great. <laughs> man. Man, I do not miss that. There was no hope for me. There was no hope for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I avoided taking all of my gym stuff home, too, because, like, the the stakes were so high if you forgot it. And, of course, I'm going to forget it at 6 in the fucking morning. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to remember to go into the laundry room. And that means I'm going to be written up. 
Right. Because if you didn't have the right gym clothes, you were written up, which sounds fucking insane, honestly. For for the it's economically so depressed area that I come from, are you, sure. I, I, like, I know how it affected me, and that's nothing compared to mm-hmm. like, kids who were dealing with far more valid reasons for not having yep. their clothes. Like... The only thing I re- I think that you were allowed to wear shirts with other stuff on them, but they still had to be white. Oh, um, and I remember this girl. God, I wonder what she's up to. She was so beautiful. Her name was Adrian, um, and she was one of those girls that was like, I'm sh- I'm going to say effortlessly beautiful. I'm sure that that's not how she would have felt about her yeah, her course. beauty. But, the way but she was the kind her. of yeah. She was like she could rock a messy bun. Ah. She she yes. was like just sporty enough, but yes. like super super smart. And I remember she had a shirt on that said "No glove, no love," uh-huh. and it was definitely in high school. And she got called out in front of the class by this older female c- coach and was just like, "You know that that's not appropriate. Like you can't. What are you doing?" And she was Encouraging like, "Encouraging safety." Yeah, she was like, "This shirt is about safe sex." Right. And she was like, you shouldn't be wearing a shirt about sex at all. And she was like, um, this is what it says I can wear. Also, not for nothing, this was uh, this was at the height of, like, the big Johnson and... Oh, yeah. Right, Absolutely. right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, of course, boys all over are wearing these shirts by, like, every mid-90s company that thinks they're being sneaky about talking about having a giant dick. <laughs> yeah. What were the other ones? Uh, the, Big um, Johnson. There was Big, Big Dog. Something Dog. I don't think the Big Dog ones were dirty. They were not, no. But they were, like, a good example. It, it was, like, the, the creepiest version of the life is happy. Uh, the li- life is good shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, the creepiest yeah. iteration of that. There was like the, the one that pretended to be German words like "funking grooving." Oh yeah, no, you "funking grooving" was actually that was a term that Volkswagen adopted because it's German for ju- driving enjoyment, what or something. <laughs> Farfignugen, Farfignugen. Ah, yes. Okay, it's it's coming back to me now. Oh, wow. Wow, that unlocked something. But it does make me want some Frozen Glaja. Uh, I do remember that most of my, like, early people touching my boobs was definitely, like, in dark in the cars. Like, mm. we did all our making out in cars. Or people's basements, eventually. But it was mostly parked in cars in people's driveways. The first time it ever happened to me was during that screening of uh, The Water Boy. Maybe it was the second one. Uh, um, and it surprised me. Because I, I, I was still, like, very much a babe in the woods. And had on, like a like a, like, a training bra and was nothing to write home about and <laughs> was like why why like <laughs> why <laughs> yeah um and then i would say of course they become public property of course 
Uh, um, both in ways that you don't entirely mind and ways that are beyond enraging. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the ways that you don't really mind, it's like, you know, when you're a teenager in theater and, like, it's just the eighth and ninth wonder of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Right? So everyone lays claim in a way that doesn't feel sexual. And mm-hmm. yet, you're like, something doesn't feel okay about this. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that we're finally telling gay men that it's not okay to grab women's tits. Please. Car for the love of God. <laughs> I don't... I've just... I just remember so many times when people were like, oh, it's fun. It's like we're in a big club. And I'm like, no. No. Do I get also, to swat you on the Also, far less satisfying like, for me because I know that you have no intention. <laughs> oh, I never, like, I would never say I got, like, fondly. There was definitely nothing in it for me ever. Ever, um, right. Because it was more like uh, was somebody would, like, smack them or, like... Oh. Do like a like a come up and like squeeze them together, honk honk them or something like that. It was yeah, not yeah. like, or it would be like, aren't your boobs lovely? I'm gay, so it's okay to touch them. And then they would they would just they would it was really like a curious touching, I'm sure, but it yes. was definitely yes, um, something where I did not feel okay saying no about it, which is a shame. Yeah, because then so, I wasn't cool. Right. And, and so normalized to the point where, like, I can't really remember all of those instances, and I know there were so many. Oh, yeah. I know sure. they were, like, the talking point of most <laughs> productions that I did. Oof. Most productions, most, like, cast parties, most, you know. Uh, oh, my God. And when, and when, so I was in dance from mm, 11 through 15 and by the time I was 15 I was like this is not working out there's not nearly enough support happening Mm -hmm. and um even though I was not yet uh experiencing the kind of growth that I would soon I was still remarkably more fleshier than anyone else in Mm -hmm. the class in every way and um and I remember, like, everybody talking about my boobs then. And I'm like, mm, not your business. Wow. Not, not your business. I, did, I didn't even like those girls very much. <sighs> like, at least in a cast, there's usually such a feeling of familial. Sure. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I, I remember that about some people's boobs. And I definitely had a friend whose butt was sort of like a, a running topic of conversation right right yeah it 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 felt very strange at the time because like you do you want to be cool you don't want to reject what obviously people are choosing to do in a friendly way that Uh they don't realize is threatening that they don't realize is as disrespectful that they by and large don't realize is as disrespectful as it is and at the same by the same token you're like hmm this should be mine before it's anyone else's. Right. And yep. there was no time for it to be mm-hmm. yours. Like, all of a sudden they were there and just everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to say all of a sudden they were there is how I felt about them, too. Yeah. Fine. 
where I was oh like, my oh my God, on my 16th birthday, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I was all of, I was just very surprised. Mm, sure. I was surprised. And, uh, the thing that, that frightened me, honestly, was I was like, you know, because I was also getting to the point where, like, I could go to stores that were not just J.C. Penny with my mom. Because I had mm-hmm. friends who could drive me. And I had friends who were like, let's go to Victoria's Secret. And I was like, oh, my God, this rite of passage. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and so I remember being in Victoria's Secret and buying their bras in ascending cup sizes as time would go by. And mm-hmm. eventually... I would buy the DD and it didn't fit anymore. And I was like, I need something bigger. And they're like, bitch, we don't have those. And I'm like, uh, oh, uh, why? And they right. were like, you you don't fit these anymore. Can't wow. help you. <laughs> Your boobs are too big for anyone to cater to you. Wow. Which thankfully is not uh, always the way now. But right. still uh, not changing nearly fast enough for people yep Mm. Mm -hmm. um and i will say that my so the moment that you had with lish where you were like what are you wearing because what i did was i went from i went you know the way that like the way that a uh that like a victoria's secret bra would fit you is different from a soft cup so a soft cup you can get away with a missizing. So I sure. went from these really fun, like I'm wearing a woman's bra to like, uh, I'm getting my $12, like sack of potatoes oh. at pennies. And those are what I wore all through my fun years, all through, um, all, th- all through like the final year of my senior year of high school and all through almost the entirety of college until uh, I was doing a production with a friend who uh, who was also plus size, but who who had a smaller chest than me. And we were talking, and she was like, "Jen, what's your bra size?" I'm like, "Blah blah blah, double D." And she's like, "No." And I was yeah. like, "Wow, wow, why?" And she's like, "Girl, that I'm sorry, that might be what you're wearing, but that's not what you are." And I'm like, "What?" And oh. she worked for Lane Bryant. And, oh. and I had never even been to Elaine Bryant um, uh. because I don't come from a fat family. I don't come mm-hmm. from people who could tell me where to go when mm-hmm. those resources existed. And so she was like, come visit me. I'll size you. It'll be fine. Uh. She put me in the first, like, real bra that fit. And it was not uh. just a sad soft cup situation. It was like a bra I would want to wear. And I was like, holy shit. I look oh. taller. How do I look taller? Like, oh sure, yeah, yeah. Wow. Night and day, night and day. Oh, just... yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, here we are. All of that. This entire episode to say I don't know how I'm ever, ever, ever gonna wear an underwire ever again. Good for you. I mean, I'd like to see somebody try to make you, really. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I should say that I miss sitting down in a corset. Like, it is not easy. It's not, I'm not, like, excited about bending over in a corset. But, Mm -hmm. like, there's something real satisfying about sitting down in a corset and just watching my tits blossom. Oh! 
just like <laughs> the way everything pushes up and then it's just like boom. Oh. <laughs> See, for me, it's actually a moment of like alarm. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. like they, they were already doing just fine. And now, oh, no, what's happening? <laughs> like a homemade baking no. soda volcano. You're, you're like peeking out. They're yeah. up to your nose and you're just like, help. Well, they, I can now talk about it. I'm on the new season of Dickinson on Apple Plus. Oh, my God. Hooray. Oh, yes. Thank you. Congratulations. Thanks. I shot it at the end of last year, so it's been in the can for a fucking year. Oh, um, my God. How great. I actually appear at the very end of the trailer. If you watch oh. the season two trailer, I'm oh I'm the fucking button, which is delightful. Lauren oh. tipped me off to it. Lauren DM'd me and was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, so thank how you, Lauren. Yay. Um, but yeah, in 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 the in in Dickinson, they had me uh, they had me corseted, and everything was made by hand from muslin and fucking whale bones. Who knows? Sure. Um, yeah. And first of all, the level of alarm when sitting down and realizing, oh no, oh no. <laughs> but also, <laughs> they were like, we hope you don't mind. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're doing all the hard work for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are you kidding exactly. me? You have just held these up all day long. You have let my back relax all day yeah, long, which is also that is, lovely. That is a nice bonus from that stuff, yeah. Like, that is wonderful. Don't make mm-hmm. me sit, and please don't make me bend over, but... No. <laughs> yeah. That was a great corset, man. Ooh. Yeah. Yay, I'm stoked. I can't wait. Someday. Yes, it uh, it's airing what... I don't remember what episode I'm on. But I'm in season two. Good cool. show. Good show, Brad. Snaps. Snaps! Praise report! Praise report! Uh, do you have a praise report for me today? Uh, no, just all the things that I've already told you. I don't really have any other recommendations or anything. Like, things are fine. Yeah. Things are whatever. Things are indeed whatever. <laughs> They're the most whatever. The most!